this sounds like, I don't know, then I have control of everything. Ah, okay. <laughs> I feel like sometimes when you like try and go out somewhere, it's like, well, we can't do that many people or mm -hmm. we can only do this for the menu or it's, I mean, honestly, like I also, mm, I feel kind of <laughs> cheap sometimes. I'm just like, I could do that same thing at home for way cheaper. <laughs> no, those are good points though. Those are really good points. It's true. I think you can actually have, maybe I'm contradicting myself because now you've totally convinced me. And I think about growing up, we did host a lot of uh, family barbecues, so you know, I threw the biggest 21st birthday party from <laughs> at my house for my 21st, um, which oh, had a theme. Uh -huh. Yeah. And, and then when I think about when you said those words, bringing people together, that is the reason why I, I can see like, Hey friends, it's Nicole and Kate, your girls from across the globe, Sydney, Australia and Puerto Rico to be exact. And we're so excited to be sharing this time with you. I'm Kate and I'm Nicole and welcome back to another candid conversation with us. Each week we bring you a new conversation about a topic that we can relate to. We share our own experiences and thoughts in the hopes that you'll realize that one, you're not alone and two, that open and honest convos can lead to awesome discoveries, shifts in perspectives and energy to move ahead with confidence. Because that's what real friends do. They provide love, support and space for one another to share without judgment, speak without hesitation and to learn from each other, even when we don't agree. And with that, let's dive in. Hi, Nicole. Hi, Kate. How I know that it's morning time for you. So what's an update on the intermittent fasting? I am now 10 days into it and haven't Ooh. skipped a beat. Yes, I've been consistent. I've been good and I'm really enjoying it. But I have noticed that I'm quite hyperactive or <laughs> extremely energetic. This is a good thing though, right? I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now you can get all of your best work done in the morning. Yeah, I I feel like because um, I was watching some YouTube videos about it, and you know everyone, and this is the reason why as well. Like I, I started on this because I'd hear people talk about focus, mental clarity, all of that, and yes, I feel like I'm way more focused, and I can really mm. you know be so much more productive in these first, um, you know, morning hours that I feel like it's great. That's awesome. I'm so happy for you. I'm glad that it's working out. And I mean, this is something too, where I know that breakfast is your favorite meal. So this was like a big leap for you. This makes me think about so many times we tell ourselves a story or something that we really latch onto or hold onto that then can just be discarded so quickly. I always 100%. thought <laughs> breakfast was like my everything. Oh, it's my me time. I love it. I love that, you know, that uh, whatever the food, the time, the ritual, the preparation, all of those things I was really very much in love with and thought I could never let that go. And nope, cold turkey. Here you are. Letting it go. Good for you. Good for you. Not an easy thing to do, especially when you feel that way about something. So mm. Props. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. It makes me think like what else in life, you know, do we right. think we can't change? We can't, you know, make a. That is the mindset. <laughs> I like it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, today uh, does not have to do with intermittent fasting. 
Today, we're going to talk about celebrating and planning parties. You are so excited about this. I know you are. (laughs) I am. Anything with planning in the title, I'm so here for it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm here for the planning part. I do think, though, without being a buzzkill, that you are much, much better at parties and throwing great parties than I am. So we'll get into that. You are a fabulous participant, though. (laughs) I'll show up for the party. We will definitely get into this more because you have thrown some amazing dinner parties Mm. at restaurants. That is the important part of (laughs) where I stand. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So we're going to get into that. We're also going to get into our favorite occasions to celebrate. Um, Whether you should stop celebrating after a certain age. Hmm. And what goes into throwing a great party? Well, you'll have to answer what goes into throwing a great party because I feel I've gotten so lazy over the years. I think my younger self loved throwing parties, loved hosting parties, having friends over. And now all I think about, this is going to be such a buzzkill, the cleanup, (laughs) the effort. I don't want to cook. Where am I going to get food from? All of that. I don't want people walking through the house with their shoes on. (laughs) The list goes on. The list goes on. Wait a second. It wasn't that long ago that John and I were in Australia and you hosted a happy hour at your house before we went out to dinner. And that was fabulous. You had this beautiful charcuterie. Mm -hmm. You had um, white wine and you had some sparkling, uh, sparkling waters. And that was beautiful. It doesn't have to be like super extravagant. It could be super simple, too. I'm full of contradictions. You're right. And I really enjoyed (laughs) throwing that party. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a ton of people either, right? What Mm. were we? Seven of us, maybe? Yeah. I think something like that. Seven, eight people. Everyone took off their shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Okay. I'm going to get you believing that you were a great party thrower by the end of this episode. But first, I want to hear what your favorite occasions to celebrate are. Well, I do love celebrating birthdays. Like the question of like, stop celebrating a birthday after a certain age. Mm Mm-mm. Mm. And we're celebrating every single year. <laughs> you go, girl. And oh my! And your mom's 80th birthday party, which you planned, which looks mm-hmm. fabulous. We'll put a pin in that because, mm-hmm. again, another great party that you threw. Okay, so mm. birthdays. Birthdays. I love celebrating anniversaries. Aw. Yes. Like you're an Omar's anniversary, yeah. business anniversaries, any kind of anniversary. Oh, so definitely wedding anniversaries. Um, Mm -hmm. But as this year comes into our 10th year of being in business together, I feel like this year is worth celebrating. We haven't planned anything. I haven't really, it's been on the back of my mind. So I, I, Yeah. yeah, I think celebrating business anniversaries, all those kind of milestones is important. Mm hmm. Um, well, what else? Oh gosh. Christmas is like my favorite time of the year. I love Christmas. Mm-hmm. Those are I the love t- Christmas too. Yeah. Those are the top of my list. Okay. I, I'm with you. I'm all about celebrating all the birthdays. Uh, I love celebrating other people's birthdays. I love anniversaries, uh, as well. Although, I feel like John and I have probably done a better job of celebrating our business anniversaries than we have 
our like, I guess up until now, it's been our dating anniversaries. Although we did celebrate last year, our engagement anniversary. (laughs) I'm all for that. I love that. The dating anniversary, the engagement anniversary. Yeah. All of the above. (laughs) Just not at my house. Let's go out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm definitely, I'm big on celebrating business wins. I love doing stuff for business wins. Um, and like milestones. Um, do you feel people outside of like your business world or friends who are entrepreneurs get that? Cause I feel that I've been reminded to celebrate an accomplishment, to celebrate a milestone from my friends who are also business owners. Other people will congratulate you. It's not like they won't be happy for you. They won't recognize maybe your achievements and all of that in passing and conversation. But the actual idea of we should celebrate this year in business mm. is kind of maybe strange to people. Maybe out. people are like, why would you do that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, I mean, I certainly have friends who aren't in the business world who are happy to celebrate with us. Um, But that's interesting. I I think that if they were to think about things that they celebrate it, that they celebrate that might be not the same, but somewhat on the same plane, like, I don't think it would be out of the ordinary for someone to celebrate like a promotion at work. Oh, yes. Good point. And that maybe they maybe they could find some type of likeness in Mm -hmm. the fact that you would celebrate a business win because that's like a work win. Yeah. Or like you land a maybe you're in charge of like client accounts or something and you like land a big account. It's exciting. Oh, good examples there. Very, very good. I had not thought about those. But of course, that makes so much sense. Yeah. And holidays like you know I'm not into Valentine's Day I know we're talking about what our favorite ones to celebrate are but there are some that I'm just not that into I'm with you there no yeah I think it's cheesy I think it's commercial I don't put anyone down for celebrating it but Mm -hmm. just not something I'm into yeah Easter, I like Easter when I'm with kids because I think it's so fun that they're so excited about like getting an Easter basket Mm -hmm. and maybe doing like an egg hunt or something. That's fun. But like I wouldn't celebrate it like for myself, I guess. Yeah, we again, it's a tradition like we'll celebrate because, you know, we weren't hugely religiously observant in our household, but there were some traditions like Easter that that we would during Easter that we would observe like the Good Friday dinner for some reason we always just eat fish on Friday I don't think we ever understood why but we just followed that tradition yeah I think there are like a lot I think religious holidays are kind of like that for me as well like we would if I were at home with my family we would certainly maybe do like an Easter brunch or something like that mm That's a good point because, uh, like I just said, I don't feel like I'm very religiously observant, but in my experience living overseas and even, I suppose, just in general, I do feel that religious celebrations are actually a lot of fun and are amongst the most fun. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for example, you know, in Dubai, the whole period of uh, Ramadan and then the Eid uh, at the end of Ramadan is 
like so much fun. The feasts were incredible. Like the food that uh-huh. we ate during that time was amazing. Oh, and there's in, in Dubai, there's a large um, Indian population. So celebrating Diwali, which is the festival of lights. That was always so beautiful because I'm always very big on like, you know, decorations. Like I love Christmas because I love the decorations. Yeah. And I feel that really comes out during these religious uh, celebrations. Yeah. I, for some reason, like participating in that and experiencing those festivals and those celebrations is a ton of fun. Yeah. I think it's really cool to, when you're traveling, um, for you, you know, these were experiences when you were living there, mm-hmm. which is so cool because you have kind of a larger time frame to experience that. Mm. But there are even like some of our travels that, you know, were very short, but we got to kind of see more of like little traditions of, of mm-hmm. different places. And that is really cool to see different things that are celebrated, like on even sometimes a regular basis and in, in other countries and cultures and religions. And yeah. 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 Uh, okay. So you said you're definitely a no on like you're not, you're never going to stop celebrating birthdays. Yeah. I, I think it's important to, I don't, it's, is it important? And I, I can, I can see that other people would like stop celebrating after a certain age, but I think it is, I think it is important because I think that, okay. So I did kind of have the feeling like maybe in my twenties somewhere that, like late twenties, early thirties, maybe of like my birthdays didn't feel the same anymore, mm. but I was still happy to celebrate them. Maybe just like not, you know, I would go like all out for my birthdays when I was younger. And when you're a kid, you know, you always have like that childlike excitement mm-hmm. and oh my gosh, I remembered when I turned 10 and I was like, I'm two numbers now, like double digits. (laughs) And of course, turning 16, you get your driver's license, 21, your legal drinking age and like all these like ages that, you know, are different in different places. Mm -hmm. But they they bring with them such exciting developments like in your life. Mm -hmm. And then once you hit a certain age, you know, I feel like the stigma or like what everyone assumes is that, well, you're just getting older mm. and, uh, you know, like 40, 50 over the hill, 60, like in your 60s, you're basically a grandparent and like all these assumptions and, and things that mm-hmm. those are like some of the associations that I have with like different age things. However, I always feel sad when people in those age ranges are like, no, I don't celebrate. Don't tell anyone it's my birthday. Like, because I would love to be celebrating every single year that I get to be alive forever. Yeah. Like, I don't ever want to stop celebrating that. I think it's an amazing thing to celebrate your birthday. Yeah, it's a gift. It's, it's it, And maybe that's where the importance comes from, the sense of gratitude for, for being mm-hmm. alive. I know it sounds maybe a bit cheesy, a bit woo-woo, but um, that's that was a whole annoyance that I had, not annoyance, annoyance is the wrong word. When my mum was hesitating to celebrate her 80th, I was, I, I just didn't understand why she would feel that way because I saw it from the side of like, it is an, inc- it's, it's such a gift to still be healthy and well, to be alive. And that's yeah. worth celebrating in and of itself. And she kind of came around to it after a while, because I think what takes over is those social stigmas of like, oh, don't, you know, I'm getting older, old equals which is, which is, you know, it's wrong, right? Because we, we devalue people as they get older. I'm just saying like that, mm-hmm. that could be where that, that sense of, 
oh, let's not talk about getting older. Well, I was so excited to hear about your mom's birthday and her coming around to being excited about it because I felt the same way. Like she should be thrilled to be celebrating her 80th birthday. Um, Not to negate or downplay any feelings that somebody who's turning 50, 60, 70, 80, however old you are, like, right, everyone has their own experiences. I'm not devaluing that. Um, I was really happy when you had said, you know, she's, you're getting the balloons and <laughs> like you guys had this room at this restaurant and that you had this really fun group together. So I'm really glad that she came around to it and it turned out to be a great party, right? Yes. And I think it was a great party. It was a lot of fun. And I think what I, what I appreciated or what I saw, um, that was a bit of a, a shift in her way of thinking and mindset around it was that she recognized that this is worth celebrating that mm-hmm. I think some of those old ideas that she had about celebrating a big number being old is not worth it. And I think she let go of that, which was really, I thought it was really nice. It was great to see that. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, okay. So I want to talk about throwing a great party because I love throwing parties. <laughs> then we're going to ask you because you, I am not the authority on this. Okay. No, see, we're coming around to convincing you that you actually are. Okay. Um, because I want to start with you when it comes to throwing a great party. Mm-hmm. And I want to hear about like you planning out your mom's party because there was a lot of work involved with that, finding the place that you were going to do it at, making sure that, that you could do a reservation for how many of you there were. Um, I'd imagine you had a cake or something that you brought mm-hmm. with you. You know, there's like all these parts of it that maybe you don't really think about, but there is a lot that goes into it, finding the date and the time that works for everyone mm-hmm. and everyone can come. And so like walk me through the process of like, how do you choose the restaurant? Um, yeah. where th- did you come across like any issues with like, getting a table for your size party or anything like that? Okay. That's yeah. I'm now that I think about it, once we'd made the decision, you're going to appreciate this. We got, I straight away, I opened up my phone, opened up a note and started a checklist of to do's. I love that. (laughs) I knew you'd like that. Um, so it was, yeah, it was me and my brother discussing like, okay, what we're going to do. And, um, and then when it goes, yeah. So when it comes to like the venue, to me, it's important that every, like in her case, it was important that she felt comfortable and that's where like having things at home versus being out, sometimes it can be a little bit easier on, well, it was easier for her to not have to worry about hosting something at home. And, mm-hmm. but then when we considered the location, it would be a place where she f- would feel comfortable. So not too, too fancy. So that's why we, we chose the, the pub. And then when it came to like food, you want to kind of make it, um, you know, food is a big consideration as Italians. Um, so we decided to just do like canapes and, snacks okay. so that would they would keep coming because you, you kind of think about okay having a set meal where you sit down and you eat and everyone gets their dish and they just eat um so we wanted the kind of the afternoon to kind of you know extend a little bit um yeah it does kind of seem like there's a very like signaled start and end when everyone has like a plated meal like you get your meal you eat it and then you're done yeah versus like this more communal and I love that you br- I love that you brought up the point too about 
you know, considering the group of people that you are entertaining, in this case, your mom being most important because it was her birthday celebration. Mm -hmm. And like, what vibe would they want? You know, your mom doesn't want like a $90 six course meal where you sit down, you have to get super fancy and be in, you know, this really nice restaurant, like you go hang out at the pub and everyone's laid back and relaxed. And yeah, so okay. Look at these great party tips from Mia. <laughs> I know, but I, I really want to turn the mic over to you now because I, that's how we met. We actually met where you and John invited us to your house and it was a party. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I, that is one thing where John and I were just like always so on the same page of loving to bring people together, host things whether it's a game night or a dance party or karaoke mm -hmm. or a coffee, a brunch, a dinner, like whatever. I just, and, and I guess like maybe this came for me growing up. My parents were always hosting a lot of mm -hmm. things. You know, we always had like people coming to the house for a Christmas party or a birthday party or some, some type of celebration or even just getting together for family dinners. Like I was very... I grew up very much in this rhythm of like having people mm -hmm. over, do planning things, dinners, meals, uh, often around food yeah. and drinks. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I guess it kind of is not a huge shocker for mm -hmm. those reasons that I still love doing that. And so, yeah, I, I learned so much of it from my mom. Like, she's just so great at planning, too, that it's always. And, and it's funny that you talk about, like, all the things that you feel are the reasons why you wouldn't want to host at your house, why it would be easier to go out. Because for me, I'm like, I would want to host it in my house because, ooh, this sounds like. I don't know. Then I have control of everything. Ah, okay. <laughs> I feel like sometimes when you like try and go out somewhere, it's like, well, we can't do that many people or mm -hmm. we can only do this for the menu or it's I mean, honestly, like I also, mm, I feel kind of <laughs> cheap sometimes. I'm just like, I could do that same thing at home for way cheaper. <laughs> no, those are good points though. Those are really good points. It's true. I think you can actually have... Maybe I'm contradicting myself because now you've totally convinced me. And I think about growing up, we did host a lot of uh, family barbecues. So, you know, I threw the biggest 21st birthday party from <laughs> at my house for my 21st, um, which oh, had a theme. Uh -huh. Yeah. And, and then when I think about when you said those words, bringing people together, that is the reason why I... I can see like why I, I enjoy bringing people together as well. And so maybe it's just the, the labeling of the party versus something else in my a mind. Gathering. A gathering. Cause I'm yeah. all, I'm all for that. And I, and I love doing that, but I wanted to ask if your mom, because games and, you know, kind of scheduling, events within the party is that something that you kind of developed yourself or that you had from from growing up uh well we definitely played games growing up um my family was into like board games and stuff like that and then I think John 
grew up and his family takes games to like a whole new level. They're very competitive. You know, they play games where you're like team against team. Um, So I've always been into like the fun board game, (laughs) but he's very much into like, I want to compete and I want to (laughs) win. Okay. So I guess like when we came together and started throwing parties and doing game nights and stuff that we kind of, you know, pulled our pooled our resources and uh and yeah some fun like catchphrase and those types of games that I think are fun to play with like a group of friends you I think you learn a lot about people and I feel like for some people who might be a little more introverted Mm -hmm. or a little more shy maybe like some of these games can be like really fun ways to get people out of their shell I guess 100% it's true like I love the the games and, you know, adding that to the mix of, of a gathering, a party, whatever you want to call it, a celebration. Um, but, I yeah, you can see people that might be a little bit more introverted or I've had the experience where it's thrown some of the guests off, like, oh, what are we going to do now? Really? Like, yeah. we have to play a uh-huh. game together? I thought we're just going to hang out, talk, drink, eat food <laughs> and just hang out. And I was like, mm, okay, but you kind of want to move things along and you – it just creates mix a different it up a little. mix it up a little bit and create a different atmosphere right which I'm all big on the ambience the atmosphere and making sure people are having fun but yeah it's not necessarily a given um for for a lot of people well and don't get me wrong I mean I think there's a time and a place I mean if I'm having like five girlfriends over I'm not gonna halt the <laughs> party at like 9 p.m and be like we need to start playing games right now <laughs> get the monopoly board very, out <laughs> Um, so yeah, I mean, I think there are all different kinds of like themes and, and ways that you could go about it. What's your take on themed parties and dress up parties? I think they're so fun. I love them. I don't know. It just adds a different flavor to the party, I feel like. And I think there's a lot of fun things to do with like decorations or the type of food that you might serve or drinks that you might have. Like it just kind of mixes things up. What about you? What do you think? Yeah, I think there's two sides to it. Like I think it's fun and I think it's a great conversation starter, especially when you're bringing people together that might not know each other as as well. If it's, you know, if it's a bigger, a bigger party. Um, but there are people, I can see sometimes people feeling like it's a nuisance or they don't want to mm. really, can I just show up dressed up appropriately, but do I really have to go and purchase and get all creative? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt that way yourself? Like you wanted to attend something, but you're like, I could kind of skip the dress up. Um, maybe I haven't been invited to enough parties. Um, Um, I mean, I can definitely see that. I feel like I know people who have probably voiced that opinion about things of like, you know, I'd like to go, but I really don't want to. And, you know, sometimes look, you're like, now I'm going to spend like 50, 60, 70 bucks on something. I'm going to wear this one time. Um, So I, I can understand that. Yeah. If, if I were personally throwing a themed party, I'd be like, Hey, this is the theme. We would love for you to get as creative as you want or come in your jeans and a t-shirt. Like, I don't really care personally. Mm. Uh, Like, I think it would be fun to do a themed party, but like not make everyone feel like they couldn't come if they didn't dress up. But 
to each like, other. It kind of feels like that would be beside the point, right? But you always have the people that show up and, and just haven't made the effort and they kind of yeah. stand out. And <laughs> you're like, come on, you could have made a bit more effort. <laughs> yeah. Even, I mean, I've done it for Halloween plenty of times. Like I just find something in my closet and I make it into an 80s costume or like, you yes. know, you can usually like I said, get creative. Like it doesn't always mean that you have to go buy something. You probably have something in your closet that you can do a lot of just like Google image searches. I'm like, okay, I could probably find something that looks somewhat like that. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Halloween. Is that something you're into? Um, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like there's usually a Halloween party happening. Um, I can remember like every year for Halloween, like going to a party or something and dressing ne- up. Now that you mention it, that was the occasion. And I think it's because I didn't grow up with the whole Halloween thing being Mm. a really big deal in Australia. So when we were living in San Diego, when you asked me before, like, have you felt like you've had to dress up and you just didn't want to? It was a Halloween party that (laughs) that other friends had invited us to. It was a couple and they had these friends who threw the biggest Halloween party like when they were describing it, I was like, okay, yeah, sounds like it's, you know, they put a lot of effort. But when I got to their house and I saw what they had done and the, it was just like, oh, my God. It, it Like a house that had turned into a theme park, like from mm. the lawn all the way into, you know, the house and outside. Oh, yeah. Some and, people just go all out. Yeah. And then when we rocked up to the, the friends that we were going to go with, we weren't dressed. And they were like, you no, this is unacceptable. And <laughs> you have to <laughs> make it. And I, I had the mindset of like, oh, it doesn't matter. I could just show up in whatever, you know. Yeah. I'm not underdressed, but. I haven't got a costume and it was like, no, no, no. And they went and grabbed this, um, chest of like costumes and accessories that they'd collected over the years. And we literally fashioned a, um, what did, oh, I ended up being Cleopatra and Omar was like a Pharaoh. It was like the easiest thing that we could, could get together, but it was unacceptable to show up to that party and not have made an effort. So I can kind of see that like, You've recently been to a couple of costume parties, right? We recently, that event, the, that we, there was an event that we recently attended. It was a business event and they threw a party in the evening and the theme was Monaco Millionaires. Hey, you guys looked fantastic, by the way. I saw your Instagram stories. So good. That was a lot of fun. And I kind of, again, saw the, the value in you know, there, it was just fun to be able to, it was like, you know, cause it was a business event. There were people that, um, you're sure people knew each other, but it provided that opportunity to, to start a conversation really easily just by talking about mm-hmm. what, what the person was wearing. So yeah, it was a lot of fun. Cool. And, and, and I have to say, you know, kudos to Omar. He was the only, uh, bodyguard. So he decided to dress up as a bodyguard. And I, and I was like, you know, Monaco royalty. I had this kind of princess tiara get up. Yeah. There were some creative costumes, but I, I have, to, I think he was the only, the only bodyguard with his briefcase. I love the briefcase. <laughs> <laughs> great touch. Great touch. Yeah. Um, okay. So have I convinced you that you are great at throwing a party? Oh, wait, let me, let me give one other piece of evidence before you answer. I remember 
in San Diego. We met at this beautiful restaurant, which I believe was in North Park or Hillcrest area. And it was a dinner for Omar's birthday or was it your birthday? Oh, I think it was my birthday. (laughs) Yeah, I I think it was your birthday. And we had this incredible dinner. I think there were 10 of us. Mm -hmm. And I never would have found that restaurant on my own. Even if I would have, I don't know that John and I just like as a couple would have been like, let's drive over there and go to that restaurant. That restaurant was fantastic. It was so fun to meet some new couples that we had never met before. And of course, we were so happy to celebrate your birthday. That was a great party. And it was a party. You did all that to like find the restaurant and put it together and everything. It was fabulous. It must be, um, yes, you really have managed to like jog my memory and change the way I think about this because I thought from the outset I'm lazy, I don't like to to throw parties, but actually I do. I like bringing people together. Yeah. And I, <laughs> thank you. And you're good at it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> this is really fun conversation. I'm happy that we chatted about it because I do think that, you know, we've chatted about birthdays and anniversaries and holidays. Um, And we talked a little bit about like business, celebrating business Mm -hmm. wins and milestones and stuff, or like how maybe um, people who do have like a more corporate job or something that there are also things, many things to celebrate um, in that arena too. And I know you and I had both chatted before and agreed that I think celebrating those milestones is so important. Like personal milestones. Maybe you ran a half marathon. Maybe you did a hundred days in a row of intermittent fasting. Maybe you, uh, you know, whatever the thing is, I feel like celebrating your wins and acknowledging, um, your accomplishments and the progress that you're making in any area of your life is so important because it builds momentum. It builds confidence. Mm -hmm. Um, and celebrating is just fun. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, you've convinced me. You've convinced me. All right. I hope I've convinced our friends of all of that as well. Yeah. Anyone who's got like that mindset of, or that initial knee jerk kind of laziness, because, you know, life can get in the way. You can find so many excuses to not totally be bothered. And I think it's just a reminder of like, no, it's fun. It's important. There's that sense of gratitude, um, bringing people together. It is enjoyable. Just get over that initial lazy yeah like oh I could just sit on the couch and watch Netflix tonight Mm. though yeah yeah Yeah. and and remember it doesn't have to be a lot of people maybe you invite one couple over and do Mm -hmm. a dinner together yeah I think that's a good um little intention to set like being more intentional about bringing yeah exactly just a couple one dinner party it doesn't have to be a big deal you can even do like Uber Eats or something too. Mm-hmm. I mean, we did we did that a couple of times at our place when we invited people over. We'd order from the local Indian place that was in, amazing, have them deliver it to mm-hmm. a, like, you know, that's like no work at all if you love throwing parties <laughs> like I do. <laughs> and you are so good at it. Oh, thank you. Well, as we close out today's chat on celebrations and planning parties, we hope that you friends have picked up a thing or two you can carry with you today and moving forward to give you that extra boost of confidence and support when you need it most. 
and friends. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review wherever you're listening to this podcast. If you have a friend in mind who might also enjoy our chats, share the podcast with them too. Send them to canrelatepodcast.com or have them search Nicole and Kate Can Relate on their favorite podcast app. Until next time. So Nicole, we actually have a huge thing to celebrate that we haven't acknowledged this entire episode. Oh my goodness. I can't believe it. I know. It's August actually that- this entire, this entire episode and like for the last eight episodes. Right. Because what are we talking about? One year. We're one year old. <laughs> we, we turned one. <laughs> Nicole and Kate Yay! can relate. Turned one. And we forgot to celebrate. We forgot. I know. Shame on us after saying how important it is. However, we are going to have that celebration because we do know the importance of it. And we're so excited to be celebrating a year. So exciting to celebrate one year. Um, But we were thinking like, what can we do? I was thinking, how can we celebrate this? We're in different cities different time zones. I so want to crack open a bottle of champagne and do a cheers. I know. So I'm, th- I'm thinking we're just going to have to find a day where you don't mind drinking in the morning. <laughs> Maybe not harder than... <laughs> or I guess we could find a day when, when I don't mind drinking in the morning. I'm sure that we could figure this out. <laughs> I think we have to make an in real life event uh, happen sooner than that later. That would be even better. And friends, we want to thank you so much for sticking with us for this year as well. We hope that you're enjoying the podcast. We absolutely love hearing from you. So, I mean, if you wanted to congratulate us on our year, we would love that. (laughs) You could always hit us up in the DMs over on Instagram. Or actually, we really should have a post for this, Nicole. Now that you mention it, yes. We will definitely have a post and happy one year to NKCR. Yeah. And friends, we will definitely keep you posted on exactly how we celebrate <laughs> when we do. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. Kind of